What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, joined by my buddy and co-host. As always, it's Mr. Phil Big Ben Battaglia. <laughs> Hello. What's going on, Phil? How's, uh, good good job with that. Thank you. Thank you. That name. Yeah. We're right here um, where we always are at the intersection of style and pop culture. We've got a great podcast for you today. Another one, pretty free-flowing. We didn't put our rundown together to, till, uh, till pretty late in the day. That's okay, you know? I don't think anybody ever notices that much anyway. It's like, oh, that one wasn't as structured as last week's. You never know. We had a nice week off, um, you know, got to recharge, reboot. It's March now. We are, we're, we're mere days away from getting some light back, which I'm greatly looking forward to. Um, not the best weather today. Rain, you know, I don't feel great about that. But I do have on some new Gore-Tex sneaks that I was pretty excited to, to test out. So I've got that going for me. Um, yeah, man, what's been going on? Tell them more about the shoes. Those aren't just any Gore-Tex shoes. Yeah, they're the, they, they, look, here's the thing. You, you, you have to be careful when playing around on StockX willy-nilly. Because, you know, you go on there and you're looking at the stuff that you like... And recently what I've been doing is, obviously, we, we've spoken to the fact that the Dunks, especially the SBs, are like the hottest thing going right now. The The resale prices on all of them are, are all through the roof. But because they're so historical in a way, because they've been around for a, for a long time, there are a ton of variations and options out there. Now, the thing is, a lot of them are many years old. So there's there's also not a lot of uh, of stock available on StockX, but so I like running through there and just like finding some dope ass colorways that I like, and I'll just I'll just I'm just dropping in like you know some low bid basically. They retail for a hundred, one ten. I'm dropping in one twenty, one thirty, or whatever. It's not happening because there's it, inevitably it'll be like last sale four hundred and seventy five dollars, but there's also no higher bids than that, right? Mm-hmm. So this this becomes kind of like a fun game. You're you're looking at these old shoes. You're you're like, oh, nobody has these. These aren't even coming out. Like that whole thing. You feel cool. Then that starts spiraling into to looking at other stuff that you're interested in. So finally, I circled back onto these Nike ACG Antarctics, the white colorway that we talked about. Uh, spoke to them on the Instagram on the podcast. Todd Snyder used them to style his uh, his L.L. Bean collaboration and, and that runway show. And I really wanted them. They were gone offline. I had them kind of booked market at a, at a Canadian store called Haven, but I waited too long. And they were selling for, a, for a, above retail on StockX. So I was just like, I'm just going to drop in a bid right right under the retail price. You know, that's I'm willing to pay retail, essentially. Mm-hmm. Plus, you factor in a little bit because StockX makes you uh, makes you pay for shipping that type of stuff, and then uh, and then that was that. And then, like two and a half weeks later, I uh, after a morning flight to New York for for a little business trip with Howler, there was a notification on my phone like, "Oh, congratulations, you got them." <laughs> so you got to be careful when you're doing that because even though you're just playing around. It, it 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 is a, it is a stock market. So if the price of a shoe starts like dramatically slipping for whatever reason, and people start offloading their pairs, yeah, that you can hit. This is. Have this, you ever sold on there? I have. That's right. Yeah, you got the wrong size, didn't you? Or you weren't That's, pleased with the the laces on one of those? What was it? That was another. That was a StockX purchase from a few years ago. But um. So or, when you're selling. But I have sold pairs on StockX. You set the price, right? Your your lowest available that you would take, like yes. the reserve. That's correct. So does it just auto sell the shoe if somebody hits that reserve? Yes. So somebody, it's like there's two. You can come, you can come at this from from two ways. But somebody has to accept the other person's lowest bid or highest bid or lowest offer. Mm-hmm. So if you're a seller, you drop in. The lowest price that you, the you're, the price that you're willing to accept, the price you want for the shoes, mm-hmm. and then if you're the if you are the lowest offer, or the you know you know what I mean, mm-hmm. um, if you have the lowest price, then any of the buyers can come 
buy that shoe from you for that price. I see. Or as a as a buyer, you put in what you're willing to pay, and me as a seller, I can come in and take the highest bid. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what somebody did. My bid was suddenly the highest bid, <laughs> and <laughs> and somebody snapped up my bid. So the price of the shoe went down. It did. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You know what didn't go down? What did not go um, down? Speaking of dunks, Travis Scott was just in the social media news when he was at the Rockets game signing those bobbleheads. He, uh-huh. like they released his bobblehead. Yeah. He was wearing uh, the Nike Dunk Lowe's, the Paris oh, okay. dunks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those are some of the most expensive shoes on StockX, right? <laughs> the, the lowest ask is forty six, almost $47,000. Wow. Wow. Incredible. We, uh, last week, I don't think we got to talk about this. Did we talk about my experience? Did we already talk about my experience at, at No Comply? Yeah. We talked about it on the podcast? Uh-huh. Okay. How we support our local skate shops? Yeah, but then did I? Then did we talk about my, my experience going to, uh, to the Travis Scott raffle? No. Oh, okay. At No Comply? Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I, I okay. You're a regular now. I'm a, re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Did and you I, skate in there? <laughs> no, I didn't. But every every time I pop in there, I'm feeling like more and more of a poser. So I'm yeah. I'm thinking of, <laughs> I am thinking that it uh-huh. that I might have to uh, to snap up a, a board here pretty soon. You what, should. One of our uh, one of our listeners told me I needed to get a penny board, uh-huh. which seems like a nice entry point. What is is that? The little baby board? They're like that- little baby ones. They've got like the big wheels. They turn real easy. They're like a hundred bucks. You seem like more of a longboard guy. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'll tell you what, though. You know, it's like, obviously, the skating community has a right to be annoyed about the whole, like, the fact that, like, skate culture is is kind of... um, Bastardized. Being bastardized by the fashion community, and and there's a lot of hype surrounding the, the Nike SB stuff now. And skating in general is being co-opted by people that don't really belong to the subculture. And I totally get that. But to to anybody that is part of that community, I also just recommend looking at the brighter side, which is that more eyes on the skating community means more opportunities for skaters. And, you know, it, at the end of the day, you it will either be a net positive because there will be more eyeballs on this type of thing. Or you'll get one, once once the, the fashion community is is kind of um, done, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Moved on? Appropriating it. Oh. Appropriating the the, the, the themes and the culture and the, the trends from from it. Well, then it'll be yours again, and, and the fashion people will have moved on to, and the hype beast will have moved on to something else. Right? So one way or, the, one way or another, you'll either get it back, or it'll be better served because of the extra attention. Yeah. Anyway. And you'll be still stuck with your penny board. And I'll be and I'll have my around. penny board. Yeah. Yeah. But you know but you know maybe this is like a what I was going to say is like I think one of those one of those accounts that just kind of like reposts cool videos. I think it's a little Jupiter. You follow him on Instagram? No. Um he it's it's an interesting account. No 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 captions. He just reposts stuff from like across the internet, but it's all very like sneaker and clothing and hip hop and skating based. If it's if it's a cool, interesting video, he re, or 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 screen grab or meme or whatever he posts it. Anyway, it's uh one of the I think the uh, I'd say the most popular skaters going right now is Nija Houston. Mm-hmm. He's sponsored by Nike. It was just a video of him of his line, his this little like street line that he does mm-hmm. in uh, Los Angeles. It's like right on top of the, it starts right on top of the Walk of Fame. And it's so badass, mm-hmm. like watching a real, you know, our buddy Daniel Barus can can he can shred can shred as well. Watching like somebody at the absolute top of the game just like shred random stuff on a sidewalk. I wonder if shred's the right term. It might not be, and I don't care. I don't think that's in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's pretty awesome, and like, you know, I wouldn't have seen that or been interesting interested in it as much. Were it not for this little, like, you know, this thing that we have bubbling here. Plus, timing couldn't be better. As long as the Tokyo Olympics happen, 
there's going to be a lot of eyes on that on the skating competition, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I always love those the the street skating competitions because they always have like the teenagers, like the really young kids that are just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, one thing that we did talk about is how it's the little skate shops that are getting all of these SB releases, all of the Nike SB stuff. Mm-hmm. And so a bunch of them got the Travis Scott SBs. And um, No Comply had a size run of them, or, or, or however many they had. And they held a five-day-long raffle where you had to come into the store, and coming into the store was one free raffle ticket. And then for every $20 you spent, you got an extra entry into the raffle. That's a good idea. So just for, for you know, to kind of gauge the interest of this shoe. Last year, they had those, uh, the LA to Chicago Jordan 1 SB highs, the ones that start out purple, purple and yellow uh-huh. and scrape off to the red and black Chicago's. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They said that they had about 400 entries into the raffle for those. Then earlier this year, the Strange Loves, the pink and red velvety looking shindigs, they said they got about 700, 750 entry, or raffle entries wow. for that pair. For the Travis Scott SB Lowe's, they got over 4,500 entries. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. People were coming in from Oklahoma, huh? from Louisiana, from all over the state. While I was in there, people arrived that had just gotten in from Fort Worth to enter this raffle. Oh my god! Because remember, the Not only thing—the only other way to get these was like a shock drop on Travis Scott's website. They never hit sneakers. They never hit any other big retailers. It was basically the shock drop on on Trav's website and actual skate shops. And there were only three in Texas that that got the shoes. Wow, yeah. that's that's good for them. So, uh, yeah. but I cannot. Im- <laughs> I wonder. So you didn't get the phone call. So I did not get the phone call. Now the bright side here is that I got to is that I, I got to explore the store a little bit more. I talked to one of the guys that I'm pretty sure is is a proprietor there. He's the one that told me about like the various entries, mm-hmm. and and I ended up picking up a couple pair of pants that are dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. And really, really work with like the relaxed silhouette leg that I'm I'm more keen on these days, and to help answer some some questions about like what to wear with bulkier shoes, how to enter this the, the relaxed leg look easily and affordably right now. I can now speak to two pair of pants that that I'm I'm really really digging. One I've already touched on is those Rothko mm-hmm. M65 cargo pants. They sell those at. No comply. No comply. S- s- they, 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 they're pri- you can private label those Rothkos, basically. Huh. So these have like a little no comply tag stitched on the inside and like on an outside cargo pocket. That's cool. Fifty five bucks. Yeah. Really cool. They normal, got the normal size waist. Uh, extra, it's alpha sizing, so extra small, small, medium, large. Um, and I'm a small, and they carry extra smalls, which are you know good. Fit even the skinny boys. Um. They've got the 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 tie up cinched hems, mm-hmm. which is a really cool feature to get in a pair of pants. It's only fifty five bucks. And then the other pair of pants that I got was just a pair of Dickies. Yeah, black Dickies. Mm-hmm. At thirty thirty five dollars. The ultimate straight leg. Yeah, but they they, they the, the fit is awesome. It's really really good, and uh, I, I, you can beat the hell out of them. That's for sure. So you got a couple extra entries right there. I did. Yeah, a few. That was, yeah, I was going to, I wanted to look around. I wanted to shop a little bit, mm-hmm. patronize my local skate shop now that I'm a certified skate boy, <laughs> <laughs> just like Avril, Avril Levine sung about. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad yeah, to hear that you yeah. gave them some business. I did. And I can't, I had on, you know, I've got the long hair. I came in in baggy pants and my, the, the SBs that I picked up from them already. Uh-huh. So I was, you know. They knew what was up. <laughs> I was in disguise. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, dudes? Yeah. Hey, long time no see. <laughs> no, I'm sure they could probably see right through me. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't win them. 
but uh, but they 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 seemed it looked like they did the right thing. They posted pictures from Saturday morning once everybody had been called. There was this huge line for people to that w- that was all people picking up the pairs. They were like hashtagging front door only because I know people get really upset oh, about like good. the skate that's shops good. get them and then either sell them all to friends and family or just take the entire stock and like put it all on StockX because they're going for twelve hundred dollars a pair. That'd be fucked. And uh, and it it you know it, even if they took a few pairs for themselves or threw a couple pairs on StockX. It doesn't seem like they did, and this was probably a better thing for them to do anyway. You got people coming into the shop, learning about the shop, spending money in the shop. Like that's being that, and and then you're getting the goodwill of actually having people win the shoes and come in and get them. So that's absolutely. And I don't think wouldn't you imagine that they don't have more than one size run that limited of a release. It's hard to say. Um you know, I don't know how many, if only three skate shops in Texas got these, then, you know, how many other, how many shops in other states got them? Well, regardless, then, uh, it's it feels to me like Nike is keeping a close eye on these releases. And, sure. And so to, to, to risk it and to throw them up on StockX would just blow your chance at any other release. It's true. That's and a good point. And obviously they're doing something, right? Yeah. They're getting all these limited releases. That's right. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you you think about the the number of pairs speculated uh, as having been produced on like these very 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 limited releases, and it's usually like around like twenty or thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. It it wouldn't surprise me if they had like a like two or three, like eight through ten basically, yeah. you know, and then one of every other size or something like that. Never forget when we went and lined up at PacSun at the mall for the Fear of God vans. Oh release. yeah, yeah. And they had like two pair. That's yeah, that, which yeah. is total bullshit. That was disappointing. Uh, yeah. But by the way, good. did you see the Fear of God Zenya stuff? Uh uh-uh. uh It looks super badass. All right. It's totally different. I mean, it's it's it, Fear of God is all. Uh, I have a feeling that like they're going to take the Fear of God price and then they're just going to take the Zenya price and they're just going to add those two together or maybe even just multiply them to get like the the retail price of these pieces. But it looks it's really really huh. cool looking. Go if you have a chance, go look up the the Fear of God Zenya stuff. It's just it's fun to look at if if nothing else. Uh, speaking of Fear of God, the certified Fear of God poster child Justin Bieber was featured with. He was or Ty Haney posted he was wearing some OV pants. Oh yeah. Backstage, yeah. Which which ones? Uh, real relaxed fit looking um, sweatpants. It's probably part of one yeah, of those kits. The Nimbus cotton stuff. Yeah, yeah. I bet so. I bet so. That's cool. Uh-huh. What color? Really light blue, like baby blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's rad. Mm-hmm. She posted this when today. Oh, still supporting her uh, her former company. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, we talked about that, and we said I feel like we we can we can run the tape back, but I'm pretty sure we said that it felt like this all meant that she would be gone within the next six months. And instead she was gone within the next two Effective days. Effective immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. But we, but I'm just saying we semi called it because mm-hmm. we were like, this probably spells an, a, a, a relatively, um, you know, imminent exit. Yeah. And one of those articles said that the, the representative at OV that they spoke with said that Ty Haney would, her role, she's going to have a new role yet to be defined, um, which sounded really fishy to me. That before she left, left, uh-huh. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I imagine that it's pretty difficult to be the founder and CEO of your company, and then basically get told that you're you're getting a demotion. Yeah, right. You know, like that's that's not what you want. Nah. So. She can afford to take some time off. She deserves it. Probably so. Yeah. She's at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. The old, old Midland gang. The full Midland, yeah. They're doing a tequila company now. Is that right? Yeah, following in old uh, George Clooney's footsteps. You can make a billion dollars if you play it right. Yeah. So what's the name? Uh, Midland Tequila? <laughs> it is called... It's a Spanish name. It is called... I'll look it up. I'll find it. Oh, here it is. Insolito. Mm. Sounds great. Insolito. Insolito. There's an accent on that O. 
that first O. Sure hope you're saying that right, Barry. Me too, me too. Uh, Phil, okay, let's talk about something else that's going on. What's in the news, Barrett? What is in the news? Well, it's, let me tell you, have you heard about this coronavirus? What is that? That it's, uh, it's not good, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> or is it? Here's my hot take before we even get into Yeah, I want, give me your hot take. Um, so, it's, it is terrible. People are dying, people are very sick, it's horrible. However... I bitch a lot about various things, but I, one thing that's very consistent bitching session for me is the amount of people that are in Austin mm-hmm. on the weekends, especially. Yeah, and how I can't get into anything that I like to do right. anymore. Yeah, this is going to keep some people indoors. <laughs> They're not going to be going out to the restaurants that I like to go to. So you're going to hit the restaurants. So, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm going out, baby. No wait. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for instance, Big T-Shirt Matt and I were talking yesterday, and he had a, a meeting with some guy who at the last minute said, you know what, I don't want to do this meeting <clears throat> at the restaurant anymore. We all come to my house. I'm scared about this coronavirus thing. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Just one example. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people, if he's already to that point, mm-hmm. once it starts hitting Travis County, we're going to have the restaurants to ourselves, Barrett. There, there you go. We're going to go out there in our hazmat suits <laughs> and suck queso through the straws of the hazmat yeah, suits. Yeah, They'll just, you'll, the, the queso will have to go through one of those little, like, double door things. That's fine. You just, you insert it in the one, in the one, <laughs> you know, in the one <laughs> capsule, uh-huh. and it gets, like, blasted with some Lysol, uh-huh. and then it comes out, Perfect. and then there it is, just ready for you to, we could uh, go to ready for you to eat. As much sushi as you can handle at Uchi. Okay, yeah. They're Think about gi- it. Giving it out, giving yeah. it away. They're gonna have to. It's coming from from Asia. That's yeah. I don't who know I don't even know if the Sukiji if the Sukiji fish market is open right now. We need to check out they're figuring something out, I'm sure. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm look, this is super serious, even though we're we're making light of it. And I have been I, I'm truly a all of the, you know, I've seen the list that people have put out. It's like the the one where it was like had all the years listed, and it was for each one. It was like, oh, such an, this thing is going to kill us. This thing is going to kill us. Like every year, there's a freak out about something. I, I've never had this kind of eerie of a feeling about one of the disease ones before, though. Mm. That's because it is. It's obviously not as deadly as something like Ebola. It's not even as deadly as SARS or MERS, but. It is significantly more dangerous than your run-of-the-mill flu. And it also seems to be hard to stop. As in, it lasts on surfaces for a really long time, and it doesn't feel like they're doing a very good job, or they have not figured out a way to, to contain this community spread. So that's the, part that, that's the part that is worrisome, is that it's a lot more, the death rate is a lot higher than flu, and at right now, it kind of feels like it's just going to spread through the country. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what they keep saying is that it's not a matter of if, it's when. It's when, yeah. But now the, 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 and there's no there's no vaccine, which is right. even scarier. The less scary part is that like 80% of the cases are so mild that were you not aware that COVID-19 is going around, you would not know that you had something different than like, a bad cold or a mild flu. Mm-hmm. So it's so, and that's especially like especially the case for anybody that is relatively young and healthy. Mm-hmm. So that that's the part that I'm not worried about. I do not think that that I, that that I'm going to die if I get it. Well, we'll run the tape. I am back. a little bit worried about a, a little bit more worried about you know parents and that type of thing. But yeah. it's a different story. Anyways, well, it's, remember you said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, famous last words, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, not to, yeah, yeah, well. Club Cool Podcast <laughs> brought to you by your host, Philip Battaglia, <laughs> in remembrance of Barrett Dudley. <laughs> yeah, you better do a tribute pod We'll for do me. a tribute, but okay, that'll be that's it. Good. We'll do one episode. Well, so what are you going to wear, what are you going to wear out? What's your, what are your coronavirus outfits looking like when you're hitting all the restaurants? I mean, and, we were. And not waiting in any lines. Yeah, Exactly. For these, for this, for this stuff. Well, we were early on jumpsuits. Guess what? I'm getting rubber jumpsuits. Yeah. Well, they're so only they're only one suits. step away from a hazmat suit. Yes, exactly. That's we right. just need the hood, 
and um, we could some... do a little do a DIY video about how to turn your jumpsuits into hazmat suits. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I'll tell you what, these shoes you have on right here, mm-hmm. this would be a part of my my hazmat kit. Yeah, because yeah. the Velcro at the top, Velcro at the top, yes. high ankle, beautiful. You don't want okay. to let anything in. No. Yeah. Um, I'm also gonna break out. And and be purchasing a lot more bandanas. Bandanas. Okay. Are you regretting failing to uh, purchase an off-white um, ventilation mask? No. <laughs> no, because upon further inspection, they do nothing. That's right. The masks don't do anything. Yeah. If you're sick, you can wear the mask, uh-huh. and it could help. Well, even the the even worse, the the off-white masks themselves. They they look. If you look at a model wearing them, it just hooks around the ear. Yes. And let's air in all over the place. So it's <laughs> yeah. just, it's yeah, pointless. they're not uh, they're not designed to ergonomically fit a face. No, no. So I'll you know I'll be having some. I'm gonna go bandana. I think around yeah. the face. Okay. This is a great reason for me to finally go and get some of those amber sun uh, shades. A light colored uh-huh. lens. Yes. Yeah. Because that just goes with the whole look. The- have you been? Have you been? Have you been experiencing this thing of like trying not to touch your face, and then oh my god, I can't stop touching my I face. I can't stop. Yeah, it's really wild. This I not- sit a lot like that. Like I have my yeah yeah you know, you your, yeah yeah. I have this hoodie on, on today, face. and I've just been I've just been like putting the hoodie the hood on my face. Yeah, and then putting my hand on the hood so that I'm not so that I'm not just like smashing my fingers into my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah that's a it, real problem. It's, it's really I know this this it's not a new take. There people are writing columns and stuff about this about how how why is it so hard to stop touching your face? But um yeah, I've even talked to my dad about that. But it, but yes, as soon as somebody tells you to stop doing that, mm-hmm. it becomes very hard to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And just you you're just cognizant of of oh my god. On the day to day, we're t- we're you know how the you know how the iPhone they put the new metrics on there. You can do screen time. You can see how many times you like clicked your phone or like looked at it. Ooh, I hate that. You know, and it's got it's basically like it's get, it's tallying up every time that you just picked it up or looked at it or opened it or whatever. And you're like, oh my god. Are you looking at that? You're you're seeing the the, the numbers. Um, I don't look at I I don't regularly look at it, but I I will. I'll I'll show you what it what it says Man, right I now. I don't want to know. Um, let's see here. Pickups today. 133. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And we're at 6.45 PM. 6.45 PM. So guaranteed and probably another 50 at least <laughs> before the night is all said and done. I'm not looking at mine. But yeah, I'd love to get this counter for times you touch your face in the day. Cause it's probably similar, if not way higher. Uh, or just a warning every like five minutes. Uh, don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. And, and you know what? What's filthy is the phone itself. Think it's, look, I, oh, it's, I've thought about that. It's on the table. It's, it's on, on the, the surface. Yes. It's everywhere. Your hands are touching it constantly. And even, even though I, you know, I'm, I've been washing my hands a ton. I've been doing the 20 seconds every time. And then I keep thinking about that. But what about all this? Yes, exactly. You know? What about when I touch something and then I don't have time to wash my hands and then I touch my phone? I'm just getting it all over the phone. So here's another And then addition. I'm touching the, the my car. Yeah. Then you get back in your car. And so it's just like, this is impossible. Like, no the, no wonder you can't stop this thing. Another addition to the fit. We're going to bring back the Google Glass. We're going to wear the Google Glasses. That way you don't have to touch the phone. It's right there in your eyeball. We're going to have... AirPods. Um, I'm gonna probably break out a couple bucket hats. Okay. Get that, yeah. You know. Extra extra visor brim yeah. protection. Smart. So you're looking um you're gonna look high tech, you're gonna look fashionable, and you're gonna have the whole place to yourself. There what you more go. What could you ask for? I yeah, I mean really like you're practicing safety. Yeah. And you are unbothered by the uh by the masses. Mm-hmm. So there's the there's the silver lining. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah. So um, barring Barrett and I contracting the disease, we'll be out there. That's okay. There you go. And you can find us at South by Southwest. South by Southwest. It's, it's on. It's on. Yeah. It is on. It's still on. That's what they're saying. That's another. See, so many people are probably not coming to South by. Oh, there are a lot of people that won't come. Great. Yeah. Stay home. We'll be out there. Yeah. Uh, that is correct. If you are still coming. Or if you're in Austin, we are still scheduled to be at the Patreon house on Rainy Street at Eisenhower's, I believe, on Tuesday, March 17th. That is St. Patrick's Day. Mm. 
Guess I'm going to have to come up with something green to wear. You a big St. Patty Day boy? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm i okay with St. Patrick's Day. But I, um, I never do any. I never do it right ever. I feel like there's never been a time where I was like a part of a big party for St. Patty's Day. I, I, I take that back. One or two times, I think I've been. I've like gone out and done a St. Patrick's Day thing. Well, no, I, I was going to say Fado's, but I don't think I ever went to that. Remember that bar on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fourth Street would do the whole like mm-hmm. block party. Mm-hmm. Probably still do. I think I did that once or twice. It was cool. Yeah. Chicago, they dye the river green. That I would like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Savannah, Georgia is supposed to be lit. Yeah, they get they do St. Patty's Day big. Yes. Good to know. Shouts mm-hmm. to Savannah. It's a great, great place. Speaking of going other places, Phil, <clears throat> you have a an upcoming trip, I believe. I do or you do? You do. Sorry, I can't hear out of my right ear. Got something going on here, and it could easily be... That, the, dude, the first signs. It's another. It's another horrible part of this is that in Austin we all suffer from allergies so much, and it's allergy season right now. So I've got like a. I have like a mild sore throat. The first signs, you know, and it's it's, of course, it's just terrifying the whole time because it's like, well, you know, I don't feel one hundred percent. So, so who knows what it is? You're vulnerable, is what you are. I, well, so am I. Don't no. say that. Don't say that. I gotta go. I gotta get to the doctor. <laughs> They're not going to give you the test, though. They're not going to be able to. Sound like a buffoon, too. And now that you can hear yourself talk, you know, when your ears all stuffed mm-hmm. up. Uh, yeah, we're going to Big Bend National, or I'm sorry, Big Bend State Park. Now that is in West Texas, correct? Correct. Um, Are you doing a little Marfa stop off? We're not. We're going to stop. Um, we're going to go straight there for the the first half. Um, in other words, drive. The, the full six and a half, whatever it is, hours to Terralingua. Mm-hmm. Got an Airbnb in Terralingua. And then we're staying um, three nights in this Airbnb and then a couple nights in uh, the Willow House. Um, look it up. Very cool. Little uh, modern retreat out there in the desert. It, it is also considered an Airbnb, but it's more of a little compound feel. Say that name one more time. Willow House. Willow House. W-I-L-L-O-W. Okay. Sounds dope. Yeah, should be. And um, anyway, the reason I bring that up is I'm in the market for some some trail gear. Um, originally went down because you're gonna went, be doing some hiking. Yeah, but went down the road of man, we should go camping. We should camp out there. I'm not a camper. I've been camping a handful of times in my life, mm-hmm. but it was in like Montana. Yeah, not in West Texas or right. You know, <clears throat> how about a little glamping? Yeah, I, I, all right. I'm down for that. Yeah. But I started getting into like all the gear and like everything you have to bring. And then I started thinking about hiking all day and then coming back to a tent when I'd rather just come back to a house and take a, <laughs> take a shower. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I started looking at some, some trail runners because I don't know. Now, you could probably – I need some help here, really. I would rather – because we do a fair amount of hiking here in town. And green belt, that's everything. Yeah, yeah. And yep. we have in Colorado a little bit, <clears throat> but nothing extreme. Also, Oregon and California. Nothing extreme, though. But I would rather a trail runner uh, as opposed to like a, uh, a straight up hiking boot that's going to go above the ankle. Uh, a, I feel like I would look really stupid and they're going to be heavy and I don't need them. I think that you're probably good with most big bend hikes in a trail runner. Right. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Right. I've never I've never done it, so I can't say for sh- for certain. But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. R- Ross was was did big bend within the last few years, and I de- I'm positive that he did not go out and like buy some Merrells <laughs> to do so. <laughs> he was out there in some three fifties. <laughs> he was probably out there in some three fifties. Yeah. <laughs> What about those Solomons that you? So yeah. that's I, that's what I was going to say. Great opportunity to to jump on the Solomon train because mm-hmm. all those S Lab stuff, the the X four and the X six, mm-hmm. that that is what they were originally designed for is to be trail runners. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. And one of them, I I, I'm, uh, I believe the X six, uh-huh. also runs really narrow, which I think you, which I think would suit your foot okay, very good. well. <clears throat> The one that I'm actually really into is 
um, a women's version of the trail runner on Nike. Mm-hmm. It is the the woman's uh, Air Zoom Pegasus 36 okay. trail runner. Here's the reason that I like it more. The color. That's it. It's the same freaking shoe as the men's version. Yeah. I mean, identical. Yeah. There might be some width issues in there, but I got the, the narrowest foot on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if I get like a 10, 10 and a half, it'll fit. I think so. I think you're supposed to go up like one, one and a half sizes on yeah. Nike to to get your your men's size equivalent. So which color are you are you, which color are you going with here? I like this? that that gold with the red sole. Okay, outsole. Yeah, that's a very unisex right color for sure. Because the men's version, the the colorways are pretty pretty tough. It's a lot of, and I said this is gold. It's more of like a silver sand. Mm. The men's mm. is like straight up gold. Gotcha. And I just I'm not into it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so also Solomon's. Which ones do you have? I have an. I have a pair of the X Four and a pair of the X Six. I like those. Yeah, both really. And there's they they've they've obviously caught on to the popularity of the the yeah. trail runner look, and then and Solomon in particular. So I've noticed that there are a few other silhouettes this season that have been released mm-hmm. on on the various sites that are carrying those. But the that X four and the X six are are certainly the ones that were designed originally with function in mind. I see. Yeah. So I think you're uh, the, with those. You're definitely safe as far as like performance goes. Like they're gonna they're gonna wear well. They're gonna be comfortable all day. They're gonna hold up to 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 actual trail running or hiking and that type of thing. So, okay. Yeah. Good. Any other uh, accessorizing that you need to you need to do? No. For this uh, yeah. Trip? A bucket. I need to find a bucket. Yeah. Um. A bucket, and you know what? Some shorts. Although I take that back. The fit belt. Oh no! What is that belt that we have? Oh, the the flip belt. The flip belt. Yeah. Flip belt. You're gonna be a regular Amazon. Visco boy out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with is your, that a Visco with thing? Your, well, then I, I'm thinking about your <laughs> your your Nalgene bottle. Uh huh. And actually, to be a real Visco Visco girl or Visco boy, you need a Hydro Flask. That's the the brand that they all wear. God, but it, but it's very like you know outdoorsy yeah. and get yourself a scrunchie while you're at it. Who cares? I might. Who cares? <laughs> I might not come back. I might stay out there in the desert <laughs> at the Willow House. Yeah, I I would that, look it up. It is really nice. But no, yeah, you've got your now jean. You've got your your trail runners. You, you know. Yeah, I got scolded by the way by one of my um, real estate clients the other day. She saw that now jean. Uh huh. That even though it doesn't have BPA or whatever in it, yeah, the, when you have plastic and it gets heated up in the car, it it leaches. It leaches. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so they I'm didn't actually to, they didn't actually fix all that. I don't know if they did. I'm back to um, the brand is Canteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a minute, I will look it up and we'll talk about it's spelled differently, but it's glass. Remember that glass one that I had for all those. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it but it's encased in this rubber right. Yeah. thing to yeah. help it um um not break. Well, I'm a Yeti boy myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I I I, I had so I, I actually I carry you've probably seen it on me mm-hmm. that 36 ounce Rambler bottle everywhere I go. I always have that on me. Mm-hmm. I actually ended up losing it on this little New York trip that I went on. Oh shit! Yeah, I well, left it. I left. I left it in the uh, in the terminal. I boarded. I had too much. You know, I had my carry on, my backpack, my breakfast taco, and my coffee, and I just not enough hands. And I accidentally left it sitting on one of the chairs out in the you know the the boarding zone. And I was on the jetway, and I was like, yeah. So I've ordered. I ordered a new one, and um, much to my surprise, Yeti has like a nine different colors now available. So I picked a Pacific blue one. I see. So now I've got a, new, a fancy new color on my fancy new Yeti with the chug top instead of just the big mouth top. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I'm living the dream. <clears throat> I saw that they were discontinuing the uh, Coolster. Is that what it was called? The Oh, yeah. The Koozie. The Koozie, the, the, the stainless uh-huh. Koozie. Yeah. They're going Better on pick to... them up. Is well, this... I said Canteen. It's Beaker. B-K-R. <laughs> you were way off. No shit. <laughs> Samsonite. Oh, that COVID's really setting in. 
Willow House number seven, you said? Is that it? Willow well, House? there's 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 nine different um little rooms. Oh, okay. So that's like room number seven. Gotcha. I'm looking at se- I'm looking seven. at seven right now. This is very this is cool. Yeah. This is rad. Very rad. Dude, you're gonna get some grams off here. Oh, you better believe it. This this has like the feel of uh have you ever looked at the Amon places? No. Like Amangiri or Amon whatever it have you. They're like some of the most luxurious, expensive uh, resorts in the world. Uh-huh. They're in like Utah and and assorted other places. Well, that's what this is. One of the most expensive they, places they, in the world. But they have this. They have this look. They're all like it's all about health <clears throat> and wellness and like, you know that it's that vibe. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a huge party vibe. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like low key. Like yeah. Look how cool this desert and this water yeah, is. Yeah, that's what we're there you know? for. The Terralingua isn't really known for its club scene. No? No. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, um, you, you, we, we also talked a little bit off-pod about this new Visfum Spring Summer 20 lookbook. Now, that's what I need. And there are some looks that could certainly carry, carry over to your Big Ben trip. Yeah. Uh, namely, just getting yourself a giant uh, hide, Yeah. a cow skin, mm-hmm. and shaping it into a jacket— and and wearing it, yeah, over your over your body, that's what I'll be doing <laughs> for twelve thousand dollars. Tw- I'm sure it's twelve, maybe twenty. Who knows? Uh-huh. It's very Achilles uh, from Brad. Brad Pitt is Achilles in Troy. You know, uh-huh. I feel like he's getting out of the tent. He's draped in in uh, in animal hides and assorted furs. It's something. That's the big vibe here. But you know what? It actually does kind of remind me of is the you know fear of God did the big chenille throw blanket that you like wore uh-huh. as kind of a cape slash coat thing. That's the vibe, except for this thing actually has sleeves. Um, but yeah, basically just picked off, picked up the bear skin off the rug. <laughs> so, so that's what, you know, that's what he did. And then he sewed some sleeves into it and then just threw it on the model. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty fabulous. But um, yeah, you know, you've got on your outer known piece today, which is pretty, it's got that field jacket look which Visfum is always big in. I, I see a couple of like M65 jackets in mm-hmm. here, earthy colors, you know, so this is, uh, it's pretty rad, man. You know what I forgot to mention while we're talking about sponsors? You're going to want to wash your hands <clears throat> a lot these days, right? You're going to want to stay clean. Yeah. Hawthorne. Before I got here, I doused myself. Hawthorne, everything that I have in the, in the, <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> which we, is why I, I smell so good, right? Yeah. I can. I mean, you know, it was a subtle. It was it was intense, but subtle as you walked into the Good. room, and I knew, mm-hmm. I knew it had to be Hawthorne. No, but they really do make a great soap. Yeah, your bar soap is that yes. the bar soap? The bar it's soap's a huge awesome. bar too, by the way. Yeah, it's kind of gritty. Uh-huh. I love the grit. I love a gritty soap. Yeah. Yeah, that's Hawthorne.co. Our code is still good, baby. Oh, is it? Ten percent off your order. I'm this close to uh, to copping a candle as well. Uh huh. That's that was not available when I when I. Picked up my first Hawthorne order. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to get me one of those candles. Got to get that candle. Yeah. Um, speaking of another thing, another sponsor even, that uh, that might be useful on your Big Ben trip. Who's that? Phil. Let's talk about Bombas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Working out, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Going on hikes, getting out there on the trail, busting your ass in the sun, it's always been hard. Even when it's easy, it's still pretty hard. Bomba socks can't change that, but they can. They can make it more comfortable, Phil. You're going to be out there. You're going to be sweating. You're going to be working hard. You're going to be having a good time, and it will be because you're in the coziest, cushiest, best socks you've ever had from Bombas. If your resolution has been to get fit this year, it starts with the socks, man. Get socks that can keep up every step of the way. You do a lot of different things to stay active. Phil's going hiking. I'm going to, uh, let's see, what am I going to do? I am going to, man, I'm going to go to some boxing classes. Are you? That's what I'm going to do. At the Knox? No, the Knox doesn't have boxing classes yet. Hmm, that's lame. But I definitely stunt in my Bombas at the Knox, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, whatever you do, Bombas has the right sock for it. Running, hiking, cycling, more. That's really one of the best things about Bombas is the, sh- is the sheer choice that you have. You go to Bombas.com and, I mean, Literally anything you want, whether you need dress socks, whether you need everyday socks, whether you need athletic socks, wool, cotton, blends, tie-dye, every color, melange, color blocking. I mean, it's they literally have everything. 
All the Bomba socks provide support in places that you didn't even know you needed. They got rid of that nasty little seam across the toe. It's just, they're all fabulous. And, uh, I mean, they're also a great company, Bombas is. Socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. For every pair you buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. We love that. We love companies that that give back to the community and do good things. So, stop waiting around. I think we I think you've heard enough at this point. Just go. Just go already. Bombas.com today. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash cool. Bombas.com slash cool. Get 20% off. That is bombas.com slash cool. Okay, Phil. Uh, last thing before we get up on out of here. You want to answer a few more listener questions? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah? Okay. Love those. Um, let's start with one. From one. Our, with one with one from uh from our friend Brett Merriman of right. Washed Media. Shouts to Brett, shouts to Wash Media producing this podcast, right? Brett says, We need scarves in Austin. I get looked at like I'm a psychopath. Yeah. Brett's a big scarf boy. Is he? Yeah. Where's he from? He's from New York. Yeah. I think I have that right. Saratoga? That's in New York, right? That not uh. Saratoga. They call it I, all, all I can hear Florida? in my head right now is the Togues because that's their that's the the joke. They say that he's from the Togues. I'm pretty sure he's from. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's from somewhere where they wear scarves. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree, man. I would love to be able to to pull off a scarf more often, mainly because I just bought one and have never worn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the hell. I know why I bought it. It was twenty bucks at. Um, to Soros, this nice yeah. little um, on South Congress boutique on yeah. South Congress that has like stuff from all around the world. This was a, I think it was like Indian fabric. It's beautiful, nice blue pattern. You can wear it with just about anything, but um, haven't worn it once. Yeah, so I got a, I've got a whole drawer full of scarves, yeah. and it is it's March now, so we're we're really we. For Texas, for Austin, we are towards the end of of official scarf weather. Um, there will probably be a few more days where you could pull it off, but I, I have not dipped into that drawer a single time this year. Mm. And I was thinking about this, and Brett, and to to all the, the the scarf boys out there, and scarf girls, a little bit different for girls though, because girls are able to like accessorize accessorize it a little bit yeah. better as just like a part of their outfit. It feels less like a like a like a topper, like an yeah. accessory, and more of just like a, oh, I'm just I have this on to stay cozy and warm, right? Yeah. One thing I don't like is when guys are wearing a jacket and then the scarf is just like draped over, uh-huh. and serving no purpose other than <laughs> okay. just to be there. Yeah. Um, almost like a like a like a shawl. Yeah. So th- here here is why scarves generally don't work in a town like Austin. Because when you think about what you do, especially Monday through Friday, you get up, you walk outside to your car, you get in your car, and then you get to where you're going, and then you walk into where you work, and that is it. Mm -hmm. So you are, even though it is cold outside, you are exposed to those elements for like a maximum of, for most people, probably five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And And that's why people don't wear scarves here. Because it's 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 borderline unnecessary. You're adding an extra layer and a bundling thing that is that you're just going to have to take off immediately and could even make you too hot once you're indoors. And Brett, who was in New York working at Barstool for a little while and is from New York, like has probably experienced a lot more kind of like walking around when it's cold like that. Yeah. And even in New York, like you know. Even when you're working here, chances are that you're not in a place where you can like walk to lunch or walk to get coffee even. So there are just, you, you need to be, because, because that changes the equation. If you are walking around, if you are outside in the cold, even if it's just to like walk seven blocks to lunch or whatever, like that, that makes the, the need for a, the scarf much higher. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why you generally don't see them here in cities, in Texas's cities like Austin, Dallas, and Houston. Because 
we're, we're just not exposed to the elements that much. This is true. Yeah. So my suggestion here is to wear the scarves when you want to wear the scarves. And if you rock it, just, just you know, go for it and say, yeah, I'm a, this is my scarf. I like it. What are, what are your what are your thoughts on wearing it indoors? I'm I'm I would get too hot. Yeah, that's I don't I don't hate it, but it's also like, you know, you you you're getting up, you're moving around. It seems like it would just get. It seems yeah. like it would be in the way. Yeah, you know, you got this big. It's basically like having a big ass fabric necklace on, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. So yeah, I don't know. There's the look. I I think that. Did you ever watch Modern? Um, what's Modern the, Family? Not Modern Family. <laughs> the Aziz Ansari one. No. The show on Netflix. Uh, Modern Love is the book, and then I keep, now I'm slipping yeah. on the. Uh, the one on HBO is called um, something. I'm talking about his TV show on Netflix, Master of None. Master of None. Yeah. I thought that was HBO. No. No, I did see Master of None because it has Eric Wehrheimer in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so there's like that there's that episode in season one where he goes into the he's they're in they're in New York it's cold and he goes into the bar and he's fully decked out in winter clothing but the bar is warm <laughs> yeah and he doesn't want to take it off and so now he's got to take everything off yeah and he's and he does that bit where it's like you know when it's cold everywhere sh- in, should just be cold inside yeah that way you don't have to you shed all your layers on. you've already got the clothes on. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I always think about when it when it comes to like the the big time like layering and especially with with an accessory like a scarf. But uh but you know, it it, it was pretty mild here too this winter. So we we big didn't time. we didn't really get days where it was like, "Oh yeah, and I'm definitely rocking the scarf." <laughs> um okay. Let's do another one. We've talked about this a little bit in in various um moments on the podcast but uh but we can kind of touch on this specific question again how old were you when you started to really care about fashion um that's a great question i i mean there's been phases i I mean tons of phases throughout my life i mean when i was a kid i would get so stoked to go from beaumont to the gal to houston to the galleria to shop for like my (laughs) birthday they would give me like my parents would give me a little bit of cash, mm-hmm. and I'd go find like some expensive, stupid looking shirt from like Guess. <laughs> <laughs> you had at least one parent that was kind of into dressing. Well, your dad is my into dad, dressing yeah. route, is loves to dress. He does. He dresses well. great. He's got a great sense of style and yeah. always has. Yeah. So that rubbed off on me. I mean, I I do recall being very young and giving my mom shit because we were at Dillard's or something, and I wanted these Calvin Klein jeans and she wanted to buy me like Levi's or something. I was like, no, we're getting, let's get the Calvin Klein's. (laughs) So very young. I mean, uh, very young. But then like when you go to college and you get into the fraternity world, all that goes out the window. You start just dressing like the rest of the pack. And we've we've definitely spoken of that piece of it before. Yeah. That we, we kind of, we, I think we each kind of just like took a break uh-huh. During those those four years of college, it was too much. You just shelve it for a little while. Uh-huh. It just you put it up on the you know up on the mantle. Say I'll come I'll come back to you later. And you have no money either. Yeah, the, so yeah. you're not going to buy anything. Yeah, it's That's just nice. all just just it's just all uh, Brooks Brothers outlet shopping at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you worked at the Polo Outlet, I right? Did. Yeah, that's right. That's uh-huh. right. Um, yeah, it, similar story. I think it's I think it's huge when you have a parent or both parents that are interested in that type of stuff as well. And in my case, my you know my mom has always been a big shopper. Uh, my dad, uh, it, not to the not quite to the same degree, but I certainly remember having a lot of fun with him. Like when he was in an office every day, and like he, he was definitely playing around with some of the more out there business looks. I remember uh, a phase where I would go with him into these like little uh, like Italian men's clothiers, uh-huh. and they were doing like the uh, the short sleeve, like silk shirts Ooh. with no, like the tees almost uh-huh. like with like a little band or a little mock collar <laughs> and you wore your suit or your, or your blazer on top of really? those. Yeah. 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 And I was just like, that was the coolest thing in the world yeah, to give me. me one of those. Yeah. My dad had a few of those. <laughs> um, 
I know that I know the way that I just like painted that picture. Uh-huh. Now you're picturing like some Lothario, like <laughs> like, a, like a dicky with uh, with silver chains on and all that. But no, it was it was a hot look. Don't and oh, this I'm was, sure this is conservative oil and gas Houston. So <laughs> so there, there were there were dudes getting after it like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, definitely, I think by the time I was. I I, rem- I also remember being super, super stoked in middle school for the free dress days. I went mm-hmm. to a private middle school, uniforms. And so I was I was always, ve- by, by the time I was in sixth grade, I was very, very, very excited to get to express my individuality on those free dress days. Uh-huh. I remember wanting, and so that, what's that, 12 years old, basically. I remember really, really wanting to be able to shop at Structure, but the clothes were all a little bit too big for me. Uh I remember coming to school in uh, my FUBU baseball jersey, which I was absolutely desperate for at the time. (laughs) Um, I also remember, this is, man, this is a throwback. Do you remember the... uh, the Doc Martens leather sandals. Oh, 100%. That had like the huge, thick, yes, um, like rubber sole, yes. and then the big closed toe straps. Those were huge. I mean, w- I, there was nothing I wouldn't have done for those, and like mm-hmm. I, I wore wore the hell out of them. Yeah. You know? God, those were terrible. <laughs> they were so Holy bad. Holy shit. They were so heavy. But yeah, so so twelve is is definitely the age uh, I would say. That's kind of what I would pinpoint. Eleven, twelve years old, when I was really into it, and then through high school again. And I've said this before, but I was just like, you could not stop me from shopping at Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> like I was about, I you was, had it all. I was going through the catalog, circling the stuff I wanted. Yeah. Like you know, I've always huh. been big on lists as well, so I. I, I, I'm just a menace. My parents created a monster, and that's <laughs> and, and that's all there is to it. <laughs> Release you into the Abercrombie <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah, God, those were trips, weren't they? It was just like, what was the? I, I wish I, I wish there was video of the Abercrombie and Fitch, like yeah, you know, uh, creative meetings uh-huh. where they were like, well, we want the store to feel like a mountain lodge. But also like the hottest Las Vegas nightclub that there is, uh-huh. and don't ever turn the music down. That's right. Right. It's just like thumping <laughs> club music, and, and then like wooden everything, and then like so it was such a weird combo. They had but, to man, run through their every half hour and spray fierce on everything. So I mean the 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 feeling was. Or, or I think the rumor was, I don't know if they ever confirmed it, but they had to have had something in the vents. Absolutely. I think there was some, they they were, they, you know how in the Dark Knight Rises, like Bane is like, you know, creating, they're aerosolizing the, the poison or whatever uh-huh. to put it in the water stream. That's what I think. That's what they were doing. That's what they were doing somehow Abercrombie. in the ventilation at those Abercrombie <laughs> stores. It was in the vents uh-huh. because it was just pouring out of there. Oh my. You sm- you could smell it when you were in fifty feet with it, uh, within fifty feet of one of those stores. It lured uh, you in. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, a quick one here. One of you, one of y'all on the Instagram, put this one here for me. Uh, y'all's thoughts on rowing blazers based out of NYC. My answer here is two parts. Um, I, when you when you asked me this question, I was not big on rowing blazers because it felt. There was something about the vibe. I, I very much know what they're going for, and it felt like something that's been done to death, which is like this, like, hey, we're super, super preppy, but also really edgy. <laughs> and I, I I feel like I've seen this a lot. And for me, a brand like Noah does this in a much more subtle and therefore effective way like rowing blazers is really trying to wear this like kind of like we're edgy and cool and bad boy prep on its sleeve whereas noah just kind of like does it without having to say it as much Mm -hmm. if that makes sense um the second part of this is i hit a rowing blazers store on this little new york trip Mm -hmm. and it did it changed my perception a little bit Uh uh-huh Here's the number one reason why it did. The clothes all felt incredibly high quality. 
everything I picked up was like, oh, this is this will last. Mm-hmm. And the prices were not insane for that quality that I was feeling. 40 or 45 bucks for a t-shirt, $100 hoodies, these awesome like brightly colored cotton suits that were like 300 bucks for the whole thing. Um, the, the rugby's are all like not exactly what I want to be wearing right this second, but they were all really, really cool and just like well merchandised and man, it's just like this heavy ass cotton. That's great. You know what I mean? So you, you could, you could, I could feel what they were going for more in the store. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I came around on it a little bit. It still is like a little bit it's a little too loud for me, I think, at this point. But I could certainly, I, I, I'm, I understand the appeal a little bit more. And there certainly are bits and pieces that I, that, um, that I could and would pull from some of this stuff. I see that they are like one of the things that they had. They had these big, chunky um, wool V-neck cricket sweaters. Yeah. With the you know the the color block stripes on there, mm-hmm. and I bought one of those from J crew last spring on sale. It's cotton instead of wool. And it was like $27. And I was like, Oh, this could be interesting. And now I'm kind of like excited that I have that. Cause I, you know, I see what, I see what rowing blazers is doing with it. So, so that's my, that's my two part answer. I'm, I'm, I'm not all the way in, but I'm, I'm not all the way out, but I'm not all the way out. And I have more respect for it than I did a week ago. And then again, I'm like scrolling through and like there's this big yellow hat and in bold black letters across it, it says finance. <laughs> like that's, pre- that's pretty douchey, you know? Oh man. So it's, so I'm, that. you know, I, I, ha- I have mixed feelings, but I, I feel far more positively about the brand than I did 10 days ago. Yeah, because you've you've been to the store. Because I've been to the store and I've 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 gotten a hand on the clothing now. I know nothing about it other than okay. I've, I, I get targeted like a mother by them. Yeah, I know that on Instagram I'm constantly seeing that Rolling Blazers T-shirt. Just like a a, a logo brand the, the, basically. The logo that's like arced it says Rolling Blazers across the chest. It's actually pretty cool. Okay. Oh yeah 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 yeah. It's like a collegiate type. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar to the like to the scaries. Yep, font. It's right, that big old school collegiate block letter. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. No, they they do a great job with Instagram targeting. That's what I can say. But no, scrolling through it, I'm I'm really not that into it. But there's some teas that I did like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a great entry point for the brand. I'm, you know, it's it's that's even if you're not into the super loud, uh, kind of almost obnoxious like preppiness of it all, there are some some more approachable pieces in there. Like so the finance hat. <laughs> yeah finance has for the whole squad uh let's see i think that uh i think we can wrap it up there phil yeah yeah we're about we're about time about that i'm gonna go get back into my rental car oh you yeah yeah old 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 boys in the shop Uh uh-huh got a little somebody um kind of gave her a little love tap oh no had a little damage on the front oh yeah that's too bad but it was somebody at uh the sunriser office so he He's like, yeah, I, I hit your bumper. I was like, dude, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. And he goes, no, I really hit it. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's always nice. nice no no hit and runs for you then. No. Um, Okay. Yeah, that's it. Phil, we need to put out something on Patreon. Uh-huh. We should do that this week. Okay. We will. Patreon.com slash Club Cool. It's $2 a month. Pretty much nothing. Go join. Great way to support the podcast. Also support our sponsors, bombas.com slash cool. If you need new socks, there is no better place to go. And I mean, chances are your sock drawer just needs a little love anyway. They have so much cool stuff. I love wearing bombas. Enough said. And don't forget about hawthorne.co as well. 10% off your purchase. Phil and I have both been loving all of their bath product. And the other stuff, like their uh, like their candles and their fragrance as well. So uh, yeah, support our sponsors, support the podcast. You can follow me at Barrett Dudley Instagram and Twitter. Follow the podcast at Club Cool Pod. Follow Phil on Instagram um, at P Batag. P Batag. There it is. A lot of hot content coming hot out con- of that. Account. Well, I mean, get ready for that Big Ben trip. Yeah, that's right. Big Ben Geary. Um, yeah, I think that's it. We okay. can wrap it up. 
Great. Well, we hope to see y'all in person live. Absolutely. Next week, we'll have a little bit. Well, I think we'll have all the details rounded out on that. For, and uh, I'll be shaking hands. I don't care. About oh, wow. No, I'm shaking I'm, hands. I'm listening to the CDC and I'm elbow tapping only. I'll do an elbow tap. I'm hugging. I'm hugging. I'm shaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> I like to suppress the flesh. Okay. Maybe Good. a kiss on either side of the cheek. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'll kiss you in your mouth when I see you. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us today. We'll see you. Bye-bye. <laughs>